0: Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found.
1: That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of
0: small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show. Uh, We are here and uh, we have been absent from your computer screen for about 10 days, and we apologize for that. Uh, I was in Ibiza um, (laughs) all summer in Ibiza, and the Amalfi Coast, and all of those places. And I'm there because I'm invited, and that's why I go. Because when you are doing whatever you're doing, I'm in Ibiza with my friends, and I'm in the Amalfi Coast, and the south of France, and Denver. Where I was, actually. <laughs> I was actually in Denver. I was in Denver, America's Ibiza, Denver, uh, Colorado, doing stand up comedy at the one of the greatest clubs in the world, uh, the Denver Comedy Works. And we had amazing shows, even the Sunday show at 4 p.m. You forget how fun it is to do comedy for 300, uh, 380 people, however, however big the room is. Um, but it was intimate, it was fun. And thank you to everybody that came out. The American Royalty Tour is on sale right now. TimDillonComedy.com. All of my dates are up, including uh, Carnegie Hall, where I'm going to take my own life. Um, so, that is, you know, whether you want to buy a ticket to a show after that is something, but I am ceremoniously going to take my own life at Carnegie Hall uh, after the show. Um, but um, I'm kidding. Of course, the dates are on the website. We're not going to go through all the dates you can read. Um, I like Denver. It's a town uh, stuck in the 90s. Um, It is oddly without an identity. Um, And I don't know. It's not quite Portland and Seattle. It's for people that like it a little weird, but not as far gone as Portland or Seattle. You want your girlfriend to be bisexual, not non binary, (laughs) if you're in Denver. You can have blue hair. You can finger your friend, but you got to be a gender. It's Denver. And then if you go to Portland or Seattle, then you can really let fucking loose. But that's what Denver seems to be. You know, you see the people hiking. It's the outdoors, the mountains. They don't know. They're empty vessels in Denver. They're trying to get filled up with something. And I'm bloated now because I was in Denver. The oxygen, because it's high altitude. And don't say, and I know what all of you are going to say. I know what you're going to say. That's not why. I know what's going to happen. Every comment, top comment. Bloated because he's in Denver? I know what you're going to say. It is a fact that at high altitudes people bloat. That is a fact that I have read because the air in your stomach begins to, you know, and it just, you you go out like that in Denver because I was up at the altitude of around 5,000 something feet and that that is a huge reason uh, for the bloating. And I know that many people will disagree with that or have their own, you know, snide remark. You can have a snide remark about it, but it's the facts. It's true. But that's where I was. So that's, uh, I was not in a th um, But to everyone who is, that's great. I'm not mad at anybody. Everyone's on vacation now. Everybody, every comedian, every human being I know is on vacation somewhere cool, and I am not. Everybody I know is in Europe or Italy or Croatia, and I am in Denver eating a green chili, which is not good. (laughs) Green chili is not good. I don't know what it is. It is not good. And I'm eating a green chili burrito. The bloating is the altitude, but I was eating a green chili smothered burrito... Uh, in Denver, not in Ibiza, but in the Mile High City, uh, Denver. And in that time that I was away from you all, I imagine I've heard about, and this is not a big deal, it's the summer and the Obamas killed a sex slave. (laughs) And it's such a, it's so strange to me that this even makes news and that any of you are shocked by this, there was a really hot chef who worked for the Obamas. He's a hot chef, which, by the way, immediately again, it's like, okay, even though chefs are getting hotter. Uh, Tafari Campbell, RIP, paddleboarding death riddle. Cops left call log reporting Obama's private chef drowning blank and said it came from two miles away as they refused to reveal who he was with on the water. If I was Obama, and I am, and if I was gay, which I am, but I'm not black and I wasn't the president, but if I was bisexual maybe, and I would have a hot chef, I would, and I would fuck the hot chef. And if the hot chef, and this is, again, purely speculative, I don't know anything. I'm just telling you what I would do, what I would do. So don't say I'm spreading conspiracies or entertaining anything, I'm telling you personally what I would do. (laughs) I would fuck the hot chef. If the hot chef got mouthy, I would drown him in a pond. In Martha's (laughs) Vineyard, I would drown him in the pond. That's what I would do. I don't know if that's what Obama did. I don't know if that's what um, he had done. I'm just telling you, if that was me, it's very strange that anyone drowns in a pond. It can happen. Sure, it can happen. These things can happen. He was supposedly a very strong swimmer. I think people were putting up videos of him swimming. Um, Martha's Vineyard Police left the reason for the 911 call reporting Obama private chef Tafari Campbell's drowning. Why would they leave it blank? The night of the accident?
1: Yeah, there was just... Maybe they didn't know? There was just hours missing. Black, like you can't request the public records of it for some reason, so they just you're never going to hear these nine one one calls. Usually, they play them on the news. The Democrats run Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, they've done it. They've ran it since Teddy Kennedy
0: and that bitch went in the water. They since they ran it, they've run it. That's their that's their island. Hmm. The Republicans have Palm Beach. Jeffy Epps, Ghislaine Trump. They have Palm Beach, Democrats have Martha's Vineyard. The Hamptons a little bit for everybody. But that is a Democrat island, and they take care of their own. They protect their own. If somebody's dead in a pond, we don't know why that happened. They go, let's get to that. Now, this is sad. We don't know what happened, clearly. Um, It's a... Apparently... He was at their residence and they aren't there. Is that odd? Do you let the chef use the residence? I'm asking. I'm, I'm asking that. Even though he's a family friend, does the chef get to use the estate in Martha's Vineyard when you're not there? The fuck he does? It, my chef? <laughs> my chef? What are you who are you cooking eggs for? Right. You're going to my estate, which is is this what we're being fed? That's the reality, mm-hmm. right? No one's there. Right. It's the chef. The chef calls Obama and goes, "I need some time to reflect." And and Obama goes, "Why don't you stay at our house?" Is this weird? Am I nuts? Am I crazy? I'm asking the que- like I don't know. I'm thinking of how this goes down. Do they offer him the property? Does she say, does Michelle go like, hey, if you ever want, you know, we got that space out there, we got that spot. Why don't you enjoy it? Mm -hmm. Is this what goes on? Does like Bill Clinton's dog walker go to his house (laughs) when they're not there? Who's going to, what's happening? Is the guy the chef or is he a family friend? Now, I know he's a family friend. Do you have videos of him swimming?
1: Yeah, yeah, here we go.
0: There's videos of this man swimming. Supposedly he drowned, and I thought he was in the open ocean. Now, by the way, guys, don't come at me and say "Uh, you're a conspiracy monger. I'm not a conspiracy monger. I don't talk about anything that's not proven. I respect Obama, and I respect Big Mike, and I won't ever entertain spreading narratives that aren't true. If Big Mike says this happened, it happened. And I have no issue believing that. Let's see if this guy can swim. So this is him swimming from seven years ago, eight years ago. Well, what happened in those seven or eight years? He, he probably got even better as a swimmer. Let's see. Well, he's not great. He's not using his arms. Well, he's, he's kicking... Okay, here he goes. He's got flippers on, though. That's kind of cheating. He's doing fine. It's a pond. Mm -hmm. This man was murdered. So he became their chef. Wow. The Clinton's White House chef. Now, this is interesting. This is fun summer stuff.
1: Is this true, though, Travis? Uh, There's several chefs that have... uh did you know
0: that the Clinton's White House chef also died from drowning in 2015?
1: I saw this. Thing How over. does this happen?
0: Folks, does anybody. Is this. Can you question anything? Is everybody's chef just at their estate when they're not there? What? I mean, that's even more disturbing to me than them being drowned.
1: Here we go. New York.
0: Post. Get the help off the property <laughs> if they're not working. Listen, if you are a chef and one of these motherfuckers goes, use my house, they're trying to kill you. They want to kill you. They don't want the chef in their house unless you're cooking them food. Yeah, <laughs> They don't want you in their fucking house. Right. That's the first rule of being rich. You want to own a lot of houses and have them be empty. Tafari Campbell's drowning parallels tragic death of Clinton chef. What? The tragic drowning death of former White House sous chef and Obama's personal chef, Tafari Campbell, over the weekend, they're sadly similar to the premature demise of another White House kitchen veteran. Campbell's death comes just eight years after Walter
1: Schraib,
0: who served as the White House executive chef from 1994 to 2005, and was found partially submerged in a ravine in the New Mexico mountains in 2015. He was reported missing by his girlfriend on June 14th, one day after he failed to return from a hike. Well, maybe that's more reasonable because he's hiking out in nature. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now this guy uh, Campbell is on a paddleboard in a pond. Do you have any photo of the pond behind the uh, Marcy's Vineyard property? Yeah. I'm never going to Marcy's Vineyard. You're not going to kill me. If I drown, they killed me. I'm an incredibly strong swimmer. If I drown, I was murdered by the Obamas. Because so this is the pond, and what is it called? It's pretty big.
1: Uh, Edgar Town No, hold on.
0: I think it's Edgar Town Pond. It's pretty big. They have a an um they have a stunning estate on Martha's Vineyard, which is a beautiful island off the coast of Massachusetts where wealthy celebrities and politicians, a lot of political people have homes. Mm-hmm. And sadly uh, this Obama chef
1: was there alone. He was alone. What do they say? He was alone in the house. Well, there was another person paddleboarding with him, but they won't say who it was yet. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: The former first couple have purchased a nearly 7,000-square-foot home on Martin's Vineyard in Massachusetts for $11.75 million. and That was in 2019. So somebody's paddleboarding with this guy. This guy has a medical emergency, which can happen. Strokes, aneurysms, aortic, whatever. And he goes down. Or the person paddleboarding with him, he says something like, you know, this thing with Barack, I want to talk about it. I feel like we had something. And then the person on the paddleboard goes, you can't do that. That's not the way the world works. And then he's like, yeah, but I just have to. And they're like, it's, you know, this isn't it and then they they you know inject him with something on the board cuz he's paddling and they paddle up to him and they get him i mean that's maybe i don't know and then it appears maybe like a heart attack or something i don't know i i just know this is this is very sad i hope it's natural causes i don't really know i just find the entire thing strange to me that doesn't mean that it's not valid or you know that doesn't mean that it it, obviously me it's very tragic and i'm not trying to make light of the tragedy of it um but if 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 they killed him for a good reason then that's what it is Mm -hmm. and that's you know that's that you know that's a way to do it Somebody's, at, that's, the weird shit happens around these people. Around these people that run our country, very strange things tend to happen. People are suicidal. People have all kinds of weird accidents. People get stuck in ravines. People collapse on paddle boards. This happens a lot. Around the people that run the country, a lot of their employees, secret service agents, people that are tasked with spending the day-to-day with them, don't make it. They don't make it. So I don't know what they're watching. I don't know what they're walking in on during breakfast. I don't know what they're seeing. I don't know what conversations they're hearing late at night. But whatever it is, God, is that a deadly job? That is a hazardous job. Being around anyone who runs this country is a hazardous job. And and, and all we talk about is, and I'm not sucking off Putin, because he won't (laughs) let me. No, I'm kidding. But I won't. I'm not. What I'm saying is that, all we talk about is that he's poisoning that one, and he's poisoning that, and he probably is. I have no doubt he he, he gets uh, you know gets a little acute with uh, a couple of nerve agents over there. But the people that run this country, every I mean, everybody's dead, dog walkers are spontaneously combusting into flames. <laughs> Everybody that's near any of these people goes down in a pond or something. And I, you know, it could be an accident, but the numbers they stack up, they just start stacking up. Antonin Scalia, uh, gets sh- sh- Didn't he? He got shot in the face by Dick Cheney, right? It wasn't Scalia. It who was, was,
1: was it? Uh, Scalia died on a hunting trip. It was uh, right. That's another fun one. It was. A, it was. It was an executive,
0: right? Antonin Scalia died on a in a hunting trip, right? But didn't he get shot by accident?
1: Uh, no, not Scalia. Cheney shot. Scalia's still
0: alive, no? no
1: Sc- Sc- Scalia's dead. How
0: yeah. did Scalia die? Scalia died
1: from like natural causes on a hunting trip.
0: Okay. But they, someone shot someone in the face.
1: Yes, Cheney shot... Uh, who was it? B- the there's a lot. My point is there's lots of accidents. Harry, Harry Whittington. That's who Dick Cheney shot.
0: There's tons of accidents to be around, these, just being around these people is hazardous to your health. Anywhere near any of them, people end up dying. Get shot in the face. They fall into a pond. And maybe it's all a coincidence and maybe it's an accident, but I'm just saying maybe it's best to not surround yourself with those, in those circles. Mm-hmm. It seems best to not be in the Obama estate when they're not there. What good will come of that, I wonder? What good will come of that? I was invited to stay at my boss's home, and he's not there.
1: Huh. (laughs) I wonder what will
0: happen. My boss, who I might have had a few interesting moments with, perhaps, maybe. Don't drown me. Don't even try to drown me. Because I will yell. If you try to drown me, I will yell at the beach, and it'll be it'll be very embarrassing for everyone, and it will scar the children watching it. If people try to drown you, have to old school drown me, like you have to like put me in a dunk tank, and it'll be very crude. But um, I'll move on from that. I don't wanna, I don't want to keep talking about this. I feel bad. R. I. P. To this person i don't know there's no information this is the other thing with this nobody will ever know anything about any of these things ever mm-hmm. and it will you'll just either go okay i don't know you know it won't it will matter or it won't I, I don't know do you know who should have um taken legal action against uh people princess diana of all fatal accidents occur between 6 p.m. and midnight. (laughs) People aged 25 to 34 have the highest amount of drivers involved in car crashes. People aged 15 to 24 have the highest amounts of emergency room visits due to accidents of all age groups. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy. Please use one. Oh, sorry. It's more like using an app than hiring a lawyer. Submitting a claim to Morgan & Morgan is as easy as pie. Submitting a claim to Morgan & Morgan is as easy as pretending you didn't see that 5 p.m. email. They only collect if you win. That's really cool, you know? They're not there to get all the money out of you, you know? Here, look look at me. Look at me. I'm driving in my car. Okay? Next to my Middle Eastern uh, boyfriend fiancé. <laughs> Here I go. Uh-oh. I noticed something's wrong. People are on motorcycles. Are they paparazzi? Are they intelligence agents? We don't know. Are they intelligence agents with cameras? I don't know. Anyway, I ignore them. I'm kind of used to paparazzi. Then all of a sudden... (laughs) Royal family wins again. And had I survived... I would have gone Morgan Morgan. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan Morgan. Their fee is free unless they went. For more information, go to forthepeople.com slash Tim or dial pound law, pound 529 from your cell phone. That's forthepeople.com slash Tim or pound law, pound 529 from your cell. This is a paid advertisement. I'm the people's princess. <laughs> In the summer of fat, um, they're filling a Reese's peanut butter cup. Like, there, there should be laws now with some of the restaurants. Like, there should actually be laws. I'm actually, I believe a little bit, like, you know, Michael Bloomberg, towards the end of his run, got very nanny state. He started to behave like a petty dictator. He wanted to ban smoking and ban large sodas and... I think he didn't really even love vehicles in the city. Like, he wanted just it to be simply pedestrian. Like, he had a lot of ideas that were kind of infringing on people's personal freedom. But maybe this is why people can't have personal freedom. Let me, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is the best candy in the world. It has been for years. Why? Why? Ratios. Ratios. (laughs) It is a perfect ratio of chocolate to peanut butter. That's not a novel concept. I'm sure I've said it. Millions of people have said it. That's what makes things good. Ratios. Sandwiches. What makes them good? Ratios. How much meat? How much cheese? How much bread? How much whatever? The reason is peanut butter cup is absolutely perfect as it is. It should only be altered maybe once a year during Easter for that egg, which isn't good. Where they put it in the form of an egg because of the holiday and because of Christ. But maybe that's the only time we don't need to do like Oreo. I think kind of bombed when they tried to go too crazy, and we gotta ban the Franken food, like the Oreo cakester. That's like it's a cake. Mm-hmm. It's not. A, it's a cake that's shaped like a cookie that you eat. You. It can't happen now. We have a problem in this country, like a very big problem. We have to ban Franken food. Things that, like, the donut burgers, like, the things that aren't of nature, not that a peanut butter cup grows on a tree, (laughs) but you know what I mean. The things that push it to the edge, where it's heinous, where people look at it and there's a grimace on their face because they can't even imagine eating this crap. We have to use the power of the government now to stop this. Stop the pop-ups in Times Square. You don't need, like, there was an M&M store. Now, every candy, cereal, there's a pop-up experience where you can go in and, and with your children and, and feed them garbage in, like, a fun Disney-esque environment. It, we don't need it anymore. And I, I think it's hurting people. So now here's the article that that made me it's convert I'm fully converted to this by the way. I fully believe you will not find this in Europe. <laughs> you will not go to France and 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 have stuff your own 1 pound giant peanut butter cup. Stuff your own 1 pound peanut butter cup. Happy summer by the way. Do you know how sweaty by the way in a majority of the country right now you can't even walk outside because it's so hot. Your tits are sagging and there's a rash under your tits right now. Most people, not all of them, but a lot of them, statistically, they have a tit rash. Gender, unimportant. They have a a, a, a rash and they're ignoring and they're, I guess, smearing userine on it <laughs> so they can go walk to get the big one-pound peanut butter cup. (laughs) Show the video of this. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. It is like the self-serve frozen yogurt concept, which I had a great bid on in my first Comedy Central half hour that I believe is available in Canada right now because uh, they did not show it anywhere or market it. Thanks, Comedy Central. Appreciate it. Now, um, that being said, there is a... uh, The self-serve frozen yogurt concept is you go in... You choose, it's like Chipotle, you know, you choose the mix-ins. You choose the things you eat. This has failed miserably. By the way, this idea that Americans should be able to choose. That's why the burritos at Chipotle can't close. That's why the self-serve frozen yogurt costs $38. Because Americans cannot handle the freedom of choosing what goes in their body. It needs to be banned. Now Reese's has something called Stuff Your Cup which is disgusting. Families that go to this, this should be like to catch a predator, they should go right to jail. A family that takes their fat kids to stuff their Reese's Cup should go right to jail afterwards because everybody's going to be a legless pig very soon. I'm telling you, I'm at least writing a novel shitting on my parents for what they did to me with food. Save yourselves, Reese's stuff your cup. Let's let's watch a little bit of this, please.
1: Chocolate World in Hershey, Pennsylvania. You can make a custom one-pound Reese's peanut butter cup. Choose from a variety of your favorite mixes. So listen, to how sick
0: this is, by the way. So it's at Hershey. Is it at? Is it the theme park? Yeah. So it's at Hershey. What they call Hershey Park? Yeah. So at Hershey Park. There's the peanut butter cup experience or whatever. Stuff your cup. It's a one-pound chocolate cup. They put peanut butter in it. This is where it gets a little bit like being John Malkovich. <laughs> they put crushed-up peanut butter cups in the cup. Mm-hmm. So you have a cup made of chocolate and then peanut butter and then crushed-up peanut butter cups in the cup with Reese's Pieces and other things. I mean, you, you and they're eating this. It's 90 degrees. It's 90 degrees and they're eating it. It's 90 de- it's melting all over their faces and they're eating it. Let's keep watching.
1: Watch as they're folded into fresh peanut butter direct from the factory, right down the road.
0: It's like cold stone, but they do it with peanut butter. This is so Your gross. Your peanut butter
1: is then transferred into a cup Ugh. made of real Looks chocolate. Like food. <laughs> we add a few more <laughs> toppings. Ugh. And then the chocolate lid.
0: What? Is, who's this
1: for? It is then wrapped and ready for you to take home to share or keep all to yourself.
0: What? Why would they even make that joke? You could take it home to share or... I mean, that, that, that's truly... And I've eaten some bad stuff. <laughs> and I know that doesn't shock anyone. That is bad. You cannot be taking your kids... You cannot be taking your kids to that if you have any love for them as parents. You have to tell them no. Mommy, Daddy, can we go to stuff your cup? No, we can't. No, we can't. And you know why? This is what you tell them. Because the people that are going to stuff your cup are going to be dead. Do you want to be dead? (laughs) Do you want to be dead soon? No? Okay. Well, we're not going to stuff your cup. Because you're going to drop dead. Tell them. Use the word. (laughs) You're going to drop dead. If we give you a big cup of peanut butter with fucking... Look at that. It's potato chips. And bacon. I'm looking at potato (laughs) chips. Is that bacon? It's bacon bits. (laughs) You can put potato chips and bacon bits and fold them into peanut butter... I mean, I I, I got to be honest. It's it's so, it doesn't even <laughs> seem good. But that's where we're at now with food. It's like the new foods are so over the top. They know people are going to get mad. By the way, where's the outrage at this? It's a cancel them. You cancel Dylan Mulvaney and Bud Light. How about canceling these? They want your kids eating bacon bits and peanut butter? And you're not going to that's at least as bad as seeing Dylan Mulvaney's fucking uh, face on a bottle I can. It's probably a hell of a lot worse. They're normalizing. just. And by the way, you know kids imitate shit. So they're just going to be sitting at home with peanut butter on the counter, smashing it with all kinds of crap in it. And they go, I'm stuffing my cup. <laughs> hey, mom and dad, they go, what are you doing? I stuff my cup. Like, well, we don't do that at home. We don't stuff our cup at home. Oh, I stuff my cup wherever I want. <laughs> I will stuff my cup wherever I want. Everybody that stays with me uh, in my house in New York goes, these beds are amazing. What are they? And I go, they're Helix. Literally, I asked Helix for mattresses, and it gave me discounted mattresses, but I'd gladly pay more because everybody loves these Helix mattresses. I've owned it mattresses that cost thousands and thousands of dollars, You know all the other kinds, the tempur and all that stuff. But I'll tell you right now, Helix is amazing because you fill out a quiz... And they're like, what's your deal? Are you a hot sleeper, cold sleeper? You like you like soft mattresses, hard mattresses, firm mattresses? Are you somewhere in the middle? Are you a side sleeper? Are you sleep on your stomach? And what Helix is able to do is they're able to basically engineer the perfect mattress for you um, after this quiz. It's so easy. And, I mean, I've had it for years. Everybody really likes it. That comes. We have them in every guest room. Um, And everyone is unique and sleeps differently, and they all like these Helix mattresses, right? Um, So just, you know, if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's a perfect combination of comfort and support. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash timd and use code HELIXPARTNER20. Okay, this is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Genuinely, I'm telling you, these are the best mattresses I own, and they're the most affordable. And they're offering 20% of all mattresses and two free pillows for our listeners. HelixSleep.com slash Tim D T I M D. Use code HelixPartner20. H-E-L-I-X-P-A-R-T-N-E-R. Partner20. 20 helixpartner 20. This is their best offer yet. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. Helix is the best thing that I've ever bought. Of all the packages that get dropped off at my door, hands down, the best box I get to open every month is my Box of Awesome from Bespoke Post. My Box of Awesome is filled with carefully chosen gear uh, from the best small brands around the world. Let's see what I got this month. Oh, my God. Cool. An oxygen mask. Box of Awesome has you covered. From camping gear, essentials, cookout must-haves, drinking game upgrades, box of awesome is collections for every part of your life. It's from small businesses, a lot of them in the USA. Each box is valued around $70, but you only pay a fraction of that price. Plus, with each box, I mean, this is perfect. Somebody's going away to school. Somebody's leaving. They're going somewhere else. You get them a gift. They remember it every single month. They remember what a good and generous person you are. So if you don't want to get it for yourself, it's the best gift ever because it's like 12 gifts in one. With each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand like Nike. Kidding. It's free to sign up. It's a comedy show. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code Tim Dillon at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com. Code Tim Dillon for 20% off your first box. Boxofawesome.com. Code Tim Dillon. To stay on the theme of fat... Uh, and uh, filling your cup, and maybe this person has filled their, their cup, has runneth over, uh, with allegations, and this is sad, because this is Lizzo, who has made herself the queen of the fat people. And whenever you are the queen of any... And no one seems to know this, or have learned this. Um, nobody seems to get, if you give yourself a title or you accept the title that is given to you, uh, the next thing that will happen will be some type of war because if you are a king or a queen, from the time you are crowned, people are only thinking uh, about how you are going to be deposed, how you are going to be uh, knocked off the throne. And Lizzo has become the queen of certainly fat women and the queen of body positivity, the queen of you can do it regardless of size, the queen of you look good no matter what you're wearing, the queen of damn bitch, you go girl, you do you. She's the queen <laughs> of that type of attitude, Be beautiful at any size, big as beautiful Bigger is beautiful. Don't shame me. Don't mock me. Don't marginalize me. I am what I am. And she's become the queen of that. And she takes a lot of hatred uh, about her body from people that say nasty things. Um, she also takes a lot of criticism from people that think she promotes an unhealthy. Uh, a body image. It would, you know, be if I, as a, a big person, were uh, crusading for everyone to be like me. Um, um, and in my attitude with fat people is: I respect them. I don't sleep with them. I'm too rich, and I don't have very many of them as friends. Um, they have to be watched very closely. I have many fats that I employ, uh, uh, sloth-like people. Um uh, and uh, sometimes unmotivated. Sometimes they have to be. You have to light a fire under their sizable ass to get something going. Not always, but I'm just saying I've had mixed, uh, the uh, mixed reviews with some of the fat people I've hired. Um, and uh, Lizzo had the show, which I make fun of. I make fun of it in my act. I make fun of it. Uh, It's called uh, Watch Out for the Big Girls. And this was a show where Lizzo said, I want to have fat backup dance. See, by the way, I wish I could sit down with her. (laughs) Because Lizzo is now, with this story, about to be a fan of the Tim Dillon show. I can always point to, I saw when David Dobrik had that issue He, I said, he's about to become a fan of the Tim Dillon show. You can always pinpoint the moment in someone's career when they become a fan of the Tim Dillon show. Lizzo, whether you know it or not, you are about to become a fan of the Tim Dillon show because now you're going to start to hear things with uh, Virgin ears. New, new, you're going to be. It's Virgin ears because the you're going to actually hear me for the first time. After this event, you're going to hear me for the first time, and you're going to go. You know, some of what he's saying makes sense. Um, number one, what a mistake to hire 10 Lizzo's to, to be, if you look or sound like me, I am throwing you in front of a train. There is zero, this idea that she's going to create a community of fat Lizzo's that are all going to get along and love each other, that they're not going to turn around and go, why is this bitch the lead (laughs) when they all look like her? And they all are icing their fucking ankle after the number. And everybody is going, why is this bitch the... So what Lizzo tried to do is she said, we're going to have a show called Watch Out for the Big Girls where I'm going to get all these fat backup dancers and I'm going to put them behind me. And it's going to be a celebration of the body and of uh, big girls dancing and everything like that. And And then so predictably like uh, everything, they turned on her. They turned on Lizzo. Number one, they turned on her because they said they were weight-shamed by Lizzo because there's a point when you're too fat. And Lizzo probably said, listen, we're all fat. We got to behave here because when you have so many fat people together... They can influence each other in negative ways. And maybe Lizzo walks in on two of these dancers and they are eating a peanut butter out of the jar together <laughs> and, and pawing it out like the poo would with honey. You know, two of them are in the room and Lizzo goes, well, oh, hey guys, we got rehearsal right now. And these women, are they just have their fingers in the jar of peanut butter and they're just licking it off. And Lizzo goes, listen, I'm a fat bitch. I get it but you have to be professionally fat, you know? So this is the issue. When you have a bunch of fatty bum batties all, you, everybody, you know, it's like a bunch of junkies. You've been in a house with a bunch of junkies and then certain people start deciding who's, at, like, being too much of a junkie. I used to hang out in crack houses where certain people would, like, they'd be sober for an hour and they would turn around to somebody else and they'd go, you got to get your act together. Because that's what junkies do. In the same way, when you have a bunch of fat people and somebody's been on keto for 13 minutes, they start looking at everybody else going, Look at this fat pig. Look at that piece of shit, huh? There is a dysfunction inherent in such a community where all of these people are big. It's a thing. You're not, everybody's not supposed to be fat. Everybody's not supposed to be gay. Everybody's not supposed to be anything. They're supposed to be. You know, you, it's like a little bit. You, you give a couple of fat people here, a couple of gay people here, a couple of trans people here. It, it makes it interesting. Not, ev- not everybody, Oberlin College, 70% of you, can't be gay, non-binary, LGBT, whatever. That's not the thing. Like, it's a sprinkling. You can't just have every fat person in the world on a tour bus. Can you imagine... Lizzo's tour bus pulling up in your town and it's just one after the other. It's almost like the, the eight wonders of the seven wonders of the world when every single woman gets off that tour bus, each one fatter than the last. And they go, that's the concert. Those are the dancers? <laughs> Former Lizzo dancers were weight shamed and pressured while at a strip club. Here's the other thing I want to say. If you're a fat person and you hire fat people, one of the fun things to do is to call them fat. You can't call your thin employees fat, although that is fun too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you are thin, it's mean to call fat people fat. But, but it's kind of like the N-word, which I don't use because I'm not black. But if I have a fat employee, I should be able to call them fat. Fatty boom, batty. I should be able to call them piglet. I should be able to make jokes about their weight because I am also fat and that entitles me to make jokes about their weight and demean them. And if they can't handle that, they should not have taken the job. That is one of the benefits of a fat person who hires fat people. Uh, And you you curry favor with your thin employees by brutalizing (laughs) the fat ones in front of the thin ones. I will make fun of my fat employee in, in, in front of one of my thin ones and the fat one... You know, frumpily goes away, sad into the other room, and me and the thin one have that moment of like, look what we just did to that fatty. It's a bonding experience, okay? Like we're not I, we're not going to surf together, me and the thin one, but we can make fun of the 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 pig I've hired now. So Lizzo, and by the way, Lizzo is smoking a joint right now in West Hollywood, listening to this. going, mm, God, I wish this didn't make sense. I wish this didn't make sense. <sighs> Three of Lizzo's former dancers have accused the singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment in a lawsuit filed Tuesday. They also alleged that she pressured one of them to touch a nude performer at an uh, Amsterdam club. They went to a strip club and subjected the group to, quote, excruciating audition uh, and excruciating audition after leveling false accusations that they were drinking on the job. So they're basically saying she's some type of a t- emotional terrorist going after everybody, accusing them of drinking, haranguing them about their weight. And when they go to a strip club, I think I read the thing about the strip club. She was basically like, touch this naked uh, male dancer. And she would like got a chant going like, do it, do it, do it. And the person felt uncomfortable. And then they finally did it. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like drunken shenanigans at a strip club. I mean. I know that, you know, certain people will see that as inappropriate to me. I don't know. Um, You know, I don't know how inappropriate that is. It's not like Lizzo's going around uh, sexually harassing the dancers. Um, You know, the suit filed in the Los Angeles Superior Court and provided to NBC News by the plaintiff's law firm also accuses the captain of Lizzo's dance team of proselytizing to other performers and deriding those who had premarital sex while while sharing lewd fantasies, simulating oral sex and publicly disguising the virginity of one of the plaintiffs. Let me read that again because there's a lot there. Um, it also accuses the captain of Lizzo's dance team of proselytizing to other performers. So I think she was a Christian, and she was telling people that they she was kind of being evangelizing and deriding those who had premarital sex. So she's saying, you're a whore, I'm a Christian. But then she was also at the same time sharing lewd fantasies Simulating oral sex and publicly discussing the virginity of one of the plaintiffs. Um, So we got a a whole host of uh, issues that uh, these dancers are upset about, right? Mm -hmm. The hostile work environment, uh, saying sexual harassment. The suit brings claims for religious and racial harassment. False imprisonment. I mean, what is that? Interference with prospective economic advantage and other allegations. Not every claim is brought against each defendant. I mean, listen, people can bring a lawsuit for anything and I'm sure these lawyers think that they're going to get a chunk of money or that Lizzo's going to settle. This is meant, I think, to tarnish her image. Mm-hmm. And this will teach someone a lesson. And I think it should teach Lizzo a lesson. Um, when you elect to be the mayor of the the fat people and the mayor of the body positive and the mayor of... you got to remember this, folks. And I, I don't... By the way, I don't attack people um, unless I feel that, A, it's funny, or, B, that they are wrong. If they're wrong, I will say, when Meghan Markle and Prince Harry do something, I pounce because uh, all of the things that they do are so transparently vulgar. uh, Most of them are lies, and the ones that aren't lies are distorted uh, to a point where it becomes ridiculous. And all of those things come from a bad place. It's a place of wanting to be famous, wanting to have power uh, over people, wanting to control people, wanting to, uh, you know, force people to believe a certain thing. So that's why I pounce on them. Here's the thing with Liz and this is why I'm not attacking Lizzo. I don't know, and I- we've made fun of Lizzo a bunch. Lizzo forced dancers to eat bananas... From sex workers' vaginas during... Amb- well, this is... <laughs> Hold on. I was just about to say I wasn't really coming down here hard on Lizzo only because what I'm saying is when you say hostile work environment and all these things, right, uh, I need to know the specifics of what's going on. However, this article seems maybe to provide them. Lizzo Force Dancers, Three of Lizzo's former dancers are suing the good-as-hell performer as well as Big Girl... Big Girl... Big Touring. Big Girl Big Touring. And Charlene Quigley for
1: allegedly subjecting them to endure weight shame. Okay, we know that. Okay, so apparently... The Amsterdam thing. So apparently they were in Amsterdam and uh, earlier this year, and then that's when the banana incident happened. But what is the banana incident? Let's, let's try to
0: <coughs> find this here. Uh... Because, again, I, I have to judge these claims based on their merit. Now, the headline is Lizzo forced. Uh, okay, here we go. The lawsuit states things quickly got out of hand at this Amsterdam strip club. Lizzo began inviting cast members to take turns touching the new performers, catching dildos launched from the performers' vaginas and eating bananas protruding from the performers' vaginas. The suit also claims Lizzo allegedly pressured and goaded someone named Davis, I guess it's one of the dancers. Yeah, I read this. Into touching one nude performer's breasts. The plaintiff also claims that just months later, Lizzo, 35, deceived them once again into attending a nude show, thereby, quote, robbing them of the choice not to participate. So what you have there is Lizzo likes to get maybe some freaky stuff. She likes to go to the strip clubs. She likes to get turned up. Mm -hmm. She likes to get wild. She's got uh, bananas. It's always food, isn't it? She has bananas uh, flying out of the pussies of these dancers, and she's making people eat it. It is way over the line, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but, you know, did these girls in the moment have a problem with this, or was this something that after the night out, because I could see this being uncomfortable, but they're all drunk, and Lizzo's be like, yeah, baby, bee, baby. Bee, And then, you know, the rest of them are, you know, everybody's drunk and everybody's kind of, people kind of be like, ooh, gross. But like, nobody really makes it clear how uncomfortable they are. Um, And then they do this stuff and then they do, they decide afterwards, like, this is, this was way too far. This was over the line. I don't know. I think, I think Lizzo's made a few big mistakes in her career. I think one of them is going in the direction of virtue. Uh, and just saying, like, not just being like, hey, I'm fat, it is what it is, saying, like, I'm going to... I will be your queen. Always a mistake. Always a mistake. I will be your queen. And then inviting her fat subjects to the strip club, and then they turn on her. Because that never works when you go, I'm going to be your queen. It never works. Lizzo, it doesn't work. You, you, You now... Have to understand that you're just a singer who's fat. You're not it's not a revolutionary thing. You know how many fat people have talked into microphones? A lot of them. You know how many fat people have been famous? Many, many, many. Even fat black women have been fucking famous. Heard of Oprah? You're not the first in line to the throne here. You're the first social media star. Um, who's actually a very good singer and a really great musician, who felt all of this pressure coming at you from these people to say, well, our movement needs a queen. Be this queen. And you took on that mantle. And now, you know, people uh, in your orbit have turned on you. And they want to take you off that throne and they want, you to come out I don't know what Lizzo has Lizzo issued a statement has she denied this? I, I mean has the woman because all we've heard is from her uh, you know big girls this is by the way uh, completely predictable in every way when you watch the show, the big Girl show and you see all of these people they all have trauma right everybody has traumas everybody goes. You know, here's why I'm uh, uh, overweight, or here's why I'm big. I, I have trauma. I was never this. it was never that. it was never respected. Da, 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 da. It's like, a, you know, so a lot of these traumas are going to come out. Is her IG being lit up? Are people, like, going crazy on her IG? Did she lock the comments?
1: Yeah, she hasn't posted in a while.
0: No, but I mean her most recent thing. Usually when scandals happen, like, the most recent thing, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, will be like. It's very funny. Sometimes, I mean, you'll see, like, the most recent photo of somebody. They're like shirtless on a beach, and they have, like, a goofy caption. And then, like, literally the, the next line will be, answer the allegations.
1: <laughs> and it's just,
0: like, such a... It's, like, such an unfortunate final photo to have before a social media hiatus. Answer the allegation. She was 16. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Lizzo does now. I don't know if she... Does she fight it? Here's what she should do. Lizzo should get super thin. It's now time to throw fat people under the bus. Put the Ozempic in the vein. Get hot. Get thin. Declare war on fat people. Write a book. Lizzo, listen to me. Yeah, here they are. Here the comments. (laughs) So you're out there fat shaming your dancers. The audacity. Read the fucking room. You got exposed. So they're coming at Lizzo. Listen to me. Listen to the Tim Dillon show. I'm going to tell you how to be okay. I'm going to tell you. Listen to me. I want you to look at me. I know you're watching. I know people that know you. Listen to me. The time for fat is over now. You've made enough money off the pigs. It's time to leave the barn. God, I could could do these. I could never stop with these. I could do these for hours. It's time to leave the barn. Okay? Here's what you have to do. You have to get hot. You have to write a book about wellness. You have to go... You have to denounce the fats. (laughs) You have to say it was all wrong. You were wrong. You weren't thinking. You were in a haze of insomnia cookies. Postmates. (laughs) You have to... You know, you have to... It's you, you need to be on the Joe Rogan experience. My good friend Joe Rogan, you go on there and you say, Joe, I am thin now. A thin Lizzo on the Joe Rogan experience is the future of her career. <laughs> you need to change, turn from this fat mainstream and become hot. Turn around, say, I was wrong. I shouldn't have... I shouldn't have done that. I didn't, I didn't mean to. I was acting out. I knew it wasn't right. At night, me and all the other dancers would just stuff our faces with food. Our joints were are, 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 were weary. We were icing all of our joints after the dance. You know, we were just bloated at high altitude in Denver, <laughs> trying to do a show at the Colorado Springs. Air Force Academy farting and shitting all over the place. It was wrong, and I'm sorry, but now I'm hot and I disown the fat people. They are I am no longer the queen of fat people. Lizzo, look at me and watch me. Don't make the mistake. Don't get fatter, God forbid. <laughs> get thinner now. Hot Lizzo. Salad Lizzo. Lizzo comes out with keto salad dressing? Yes or yes. There are so many economic opportunities. I should charge for this advice. There are so many economic opportunities right now. You've milked them enough, the fats. You've squeezed on the rudders. <laughs> You've milked them enough. It's time to get the healthy pe- the Rogany crowd, the, the the wellness people, the people that do yoga that, you know, are are reading about water filtration systems, the people that are, want non-GMO, like Lizzo, and you could, like, her song is good as hell, like, imagine a Lizzo song from a Thin Lizzo where she's like, I used to be a pig, I was a big fat pig, but then I realized I was gross, I was disgusting, but now I'm hot, and (laughs) hotness is real, and it would be huge, it would be huge. My legs used to chafe, (laughs) rashes on my back, and under my titties, cause of the sun, But now I'm thin, my vagina smells much better now. (laughs) I'm hot, Lizzo is hot, and I'm going to go to heaven. Oh, I'm going to go to heaven with my new thin pussy. Girls, if you got a thin pussy, put your hands in the air. I I mean, that was freestyling. (laughs) Free-balling it, but maybe that is good, but that is the advice for her. You cannot double down. You can no longer be the queen of uh, the hogs and the heifers. It is time to move on. That is your free advice. Heed it or perish. I want to also talk about the Gilgo Beach uh, thing because I have not, you know, uh, covered this at all because I've been methodically taking it in. I've been reading, I've been thinking, I've been talking to friends. I have a friend that lives in the area. He, try, he walks his dog around there. Of course, they have this very elaborate, you know, they've closed the street down and everything else. And, you know, it's a, a big crime scene. And uh, the wife of Gilgo, murder suspect Rex Heuerman, uh files for divorce as a woman shares eerie encounter with him. I don't know if I love the wife filing for divorce here. I don't think that that maybe is called for. Um, I do think it's funny that he, I mean, what a boomer. He's out, he goes on this creepy date, and the woman that he went on the date with was like, he was so excited to talk about the Gilgo Beach murders, and he sat right up, and he knew all these weird details, and she was very uncomfortable with it. Um, And you know, so this guy, he, you know, he would go around to bars and he, would, and he would just talk about the Gilgo Beach murders. And he would go on date. Like, so this is interesting because this is um, kind of a commentary a little bit on the suburbs and the hidden life and the secret life and it's the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde mm-hmm. component. You have this guy, he's an architect. The thing about him, which is interesting, is he's a very mediocre guy. He's not really rich. He's not incredibly successful. Um, Yet he is also not broke. He is a middle class or maybe upper middle class Long Island dad. He's got two kids. He's got a wife. He's not particularly heinous looking. He's, of course, not good looking, right? But he's a very mediocre, middle-of-the-road, Long Island guy with a rumpled, you know, collar, a wrinkled polo shirt. You wouldn't think twice about him. You would see him uh, picking up something uh, at the grocery store for his family dinner. You would not think of him at all uh, in this way. And yet, he's out there... Murdering sex workers uh, and depositing their bodies in Gilgo Beach. And it probably excited him because he probably had a very, you know, boring life. And this was his way of kind of, you know, doing something exciting. You know, picking up these sex workers and, and then taking them down to Gilgo Beach and murdering them. Um, me and Ray talked about this on the Patreon. And literally, he was discovered the next week. It's very interesting. Who is listening to this show? Who is listening? Um, does the wife... The wife hasn't given any interviews, right? I mean, yeah. on camera, no. And I mean, we don't know much about this guy either. Um, uh, it is funny. that two kids will have to eventually tell people that my wife is the... My, I'm sorry, my father is... The guy who killed those hookers at Gilgo. You know the Gilgo Beach Killer? That's my dad. Um, What do his kids do? They haven't visited him in jail. Is that the family? This is the family. Let's take a out. look at that family. Let's go back here. They have not visited him in jail yet. Which, you know, by the way, I don't love this. I don't love the not visiting him in jail. I don't love the divorce. I think... That a family means something. And, you know, out of sheer morbid curiosity, you're not going to be... Do you know, if my dad was the Gilgo <laughs> Beach killer, I would be so happy to talk to my father. Do you know how interested I would be in talking to my father? And I love my father. But do you know how much more interesting he would be to me if he had killed four hookers in Gilgal I would be at the jail every day. Every day. I'd be like, Dad, how did this happen? What did it feel like? Are you into this? Do you think I'm into this? You're a murderer? Dad, what's the deal? What night did it happen? Like, I would be so interested in it. And I know that, you know, I guess it's different when you're actually going through it. But literally, I'm not kidding. If my father was the Gilgo Beach murderer, I'd be like, well, this is such a fascinating... And these people, what are they doing? No offense, Huerman family, but look at you. One of them has a backpack on the wrong way. <laughs> you know, it, it's to me. It's like this family should kind of. In, but listen, let's let's be honest here. Why don't you embrace this? This is your shot. This is actually your only shot to get in, to do anything on this planet. The only time anyone's gonna ever listen or want to hear you talk is in conjunction with this case. Your dad did a good thing here a little bit for you. He kind of did. There's there was a humdrum existence of nothingness that lie ahead of you. There might be a book, there might be a movie, there might be a mini-series. You might be now something because your father cut those bitches up at Gilgo Beach. You might be. Capital. I would cap I would be capitalizing on it immediately. Now, you got to get over that he did it. That's number one. Your dad's a murderer. Get over it. See a therapist, work out, or more likely, have a sandwich. Whichever Long Island way you want to handle it. Now, once you get to the other side of that, dad's a murderer, start thinking about striking while the iron's hot. Because to me... This is the most interesting thing that has happened to these people. My father was the Gilgo Beach murderer. My husband was the Gilgo Beach murderer. And I think you'll find that people won't care that much negatively. I actually think you're going to be cool now. I think people will like you now. I I, I I actually think this is a positive all around for everyone. Except the victims. We, of course, and... This man that got caught, it's not good. But this is something that's actually... You are the coolest person at every party right now. You are the coolest. You've never been the coolest person at the party. (laughs) You've never... I can tell by looking at all of you. You've never been the coolest person at the party. You're the coolest person at every fucking party right now. You were the coolest and most interesting member of every friend group you've ever been a part of right now because of nothing you've done because of your father utilize this. This is actually to be honest with you, not the worst thing that has happened to you. This is not the worst thing. Yes, you have to wrestle with the idea that your father is a violent psychopath. Move on. It's interesting though. You know, you can take that and run with it and there might be something good to get to. Use it. I mean, this is the time to really examine your life. And I just think it's a very, personally, I feel it's a very exciting time of renewal for that family. It's maybe, and people might not agree with this, but in my mind, it's probably the best thing that could have happened. Make that photo bigger. Make it bigger. This is the best thing that could have happened to those three people. Without question. Without question, this is a good thing ultimately for those three people. There's no way he was such a great dad. There's no way. Now you are, you've become interesting people. Your life has stakes now, it matters. You get up every day and you're examining things. Your heart is racing. People are staring at you. They're judging you. You're taking long drives on the Loop Parkway at 1 a.m. The music's blasting. You're in it. The life that was passing you by that everyone else seemed to be living. The interesting shit that everybody else went through on reality shows or in magazines. Now it's happening to you. I mean, and they don't even seem grateful. But maybe somewhere down deep they are. But this is life now. You have to sink your teeth into it. I don't know. I just, I can't understand people that, are, that don't go at this head first. They want their privacy. Well, that's done. And it's America and it's 2023. Nobody wants their privacy. Nobody. Nobody wants their privacy. Does it say what the kids do for a living? Does Uh, it say what
1: they do? I know one was pretty young here. Hold on. I think it
0: makes you... I think those things are actually good in a relationship. To have to admit your father is a Gilgo Beach Killer because it's again it's bonds you um so yeah. the wife is 60 she was married to Rex for over 20 years they have two children a daughter victoria 26 and a special needs son christopher who's 33 all right well the special needs son who's 33 we can't expect him to really capitalize too much on this and you know but victoria 26 really should <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um And what does the wife say here? Gilgo Beach suspect Rex Huerman's wife breaks silence. She goes, "My children are cry cry themselves to sleep. Her adult children cry themselves to sleep." Well, I well, I gotta be honest with you. It's because it's because uh, you know that that may need to happen for a few nights, but then I think we need to see this uh, you know differently. We got to look at this to a different lens. And um, I would just say that, dude, I would reconnect. Like if my friend's dad did this. I would call him immediately and I would be like, I like I would reconnect with that person. Dude, how, I mean, think about it. Is there anything better? And by the way, I, I kind of hope one of my friends, dads does do something like this so I could reconnect with them. We're just taking a walk and I'm like, man, what's been going on. He said, like, my dad's a fucking murderer. And immediately you're close with someone again and you're really good friends with them again. And it's like, it's actually amazing. It's actually preferable. If someone's father's a murderer, because then you can connect with them on a on a deep level here. So I just actually don't feel I don't feel bad for the no offense, I don't feel bad for the family. I feel bad for the hookers who died, and I feel bad for the guy who got caught. The guy who got caught, I feel bad for, and I feel bad for the hookers. But as far as the family, if you're 26 and you can't find a way to spin this in a gold, fuck you. <laughs>